1: Welcome to happy healthy you the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Connie Bowman the host and I try to bring you interesting subject matter that can make our lives happier and healthier and more balanced in mind body and spirit. And today I'm really excited to talk to our guest and I think you will be too because she has a lot to say about how to stop worrying about what other people think. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be huge to get rid of that? (laughs) I'm excited to talk to Kendra. But uh, before we get to our guests, let me just introduce, if you have not heard, that we have a sponsor. Blue Planet Eyewear is a wonderful company. They make eyeglasses, they make sunglasses, and so many different styles and so many different um, magnifications if you need readers so go to our sponsor's website blueplaneteyewear.com and you can use the code Connie20 and you can get a nice little discount if you decide to buy something those sunglasses we all need an extra pair in our car and in our gym bag and in our beach bag so you know stock up for the summer yeah because they're a great company so, without further ado, I'm going to bring in Kendra Arrojo. She's a certified wellness coach. She's a rebel lifestyle designer. Isn't that a great job to have? She's a licensed fire starter. Can't wait to talk about that and host of the Rebel and Live Your Dream podcast. She has now been to over 40 countries. She's held live workshops and live challenges globally, and she helps hundreds of women get closer to their dream life by following her step-by-step process. She's been on TV, radio, and so many podcasts internationally. And now here she is with us on Happy Healthy You. Welcome, Kendra. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Connie. That was such an introduction. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) Well, I was so excited to talk to you. What is a
1: fire starter and how do you get licensed in that? I want to be that.
0: (laughs) Fire starter is something incredible. This is actually Danielle Laporte's concept. And this is really a process to help people pinpoint on their passion, on their own fire in their heart and go after it business-wise. That is something that is really incredible because we get this one life and we should make sure we're following our passion and doing the things that make us happy, and that makes our souls that sets our hearts on fire.
1: Yeah, get fired up. I have a feeling this conversation is going to fire fire a lot of us up. I, I, I mentioned to you before we started the podcast, I just taught a yoga class, so I'm very blissed out. <laughs> it was a really relaxing class. So maybe you can... <laughs> get me a little fired up, but not too much, because I have to go to sleep later on. <laughs> so, um, do
0: my best.
1: yeah, yeah. So how did you get into uh, the work that you're doing? Was there a story behind it? Or is this just a, a passion that's always been um, kind of driving you?
0: There's definitely a story there. Uh, I'm an interior designer by trade. I have a bachelor's degree in interior design, and I was doing that for years. I did that for almost 10 years, and then i all I really wanted in the world, like my passion, was to travel. And about three years ago, my husband agreed to take this trip around the world. Like we saved, and we went to over 20 countries in this one trip. It lasted almost six months. And... Once I made that that trip and really lived my dream, I realized when coming back and talking to other women that a lot of people don't dare live their dreams. They they are worried about what people think. They're worried about the shoot, the the, the wood of the shootouts, and mm-hmm. all of those expectations, external and internal. And they don't make that. They don't take that leap. They don't make that jump into actually going for the things they want so after i i we travel we try to make this traveling uh, um, a yearly thing now because well we got hooked obviously uh and now i've i've made it my mission to help other women just stop worrying about what anyone thinks and just go after the things that made them happy mm-hmm. and this is where this all started
1: Hmm. wow so you've been to now 40 countries um, is is there uh, something in your past where where you may have suffered from that worry about what other other people think that most of us do, <laughs> as you were growing up? Did you did you used to have that worry?
0: So this is the thing. I'm Mexican and I grew up in a really traditional home. I'm gonna say, and my mom's idea. I'm the only girl in my house, so my mom had all of these expectations for myself. I I couldn't gain weight because that's not what a girl should do. I couldn't speak too loudly because that's not what a good girl does. I should always offer help. And Mm -hmm. all of these things that a lot of us grew up with, all of these ideas of what a woman should be like and how Mm -hmm. we should behave. And for the longest time, I always felt out of place. I always felt like maybe there was something wrong with me for not being like that for always being too loud or too wild, too crazy. I, I remember one time I couldn't even sit right. Apparently all the girls knew how to sit, and I didn't. I didn't sit like a proper lady. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe there's something wrong with me. And I started realizing it was just this imposed expectation, this idea of the, the perfect girl. And, it, and I did my best. I did my best once I realized this to... Say, so, you know what, I'm just going to be myself and mom, I'm so sorry, but what you think of me Or what you think other people think of me, that's you mm. and them mm. and not me. And I'm just going to go and do me as best as I can or so, as awful as I can, but yeah, just me.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of women um, really want to please their mothers. When, how old were you when you finally figured out that you didn't need to please her anymore and you could live your own was, life?
0: Actually, I was pretty young. The first time I realized, I was 14 years old, and I got asked the question of what was my life's biggest dream, and I answered in a second. Oh, I just want to live life to the fullest. My mom turned in horror, like, no, it's supposed to be like get a great job or buy an amazing house or you know Mm -hmm. have a family. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not my my life's biggest dream. And in that moment, I realized, though, obviously, it took years, it took pain, it took feeling guilty for the longest time for even feeling selfish for wanting to do me and not living up to those, uh, to making her proud. Wow. It was really a process.
1: Yeah. But to know that at 14, I mean, so many, so many young women end up repeating the mistakes and that's in quotes or the path that their mother may have taken, um, just because they weren't conscious enough, aware enough to know that they can choose a path of their own. So good for you for being 14 and knowing that.
0: Thank you, Connie. So, Thank you. And I think it's a lot of it is the mindset too, like... For example, if we go back to that those weight issues, that's something that is very real for a lot of us women and men as well. Mm-hmm. This idea that women should not be overweight or you you can't gain a pound because oh my god, go to the gym three more hours. Yeah. And in reality it that affects our happiness and that's a pattern is very easily
1: repeated over and over. Yeah, yeah. Well, Things are changing, thankfully, because of fierce women like you, fierce fire starters like you, and um, hopefully me and many, many others. Um, But in all your travels, Kendra, was there one or more countries where women are living fearlessly and fiercely and um, really not worrying about what other people think? Did you notice any consistencies at any location?
0: For sure, for sure. The truth is, a lot of uh, women in the in European countries, particularly in the West European countries, and I'm talking France, England, uh, Germany, and the the, the most the, the ones we hear about the most, they are definitely fearless about what they want to do. One of my best friends is Italian, um, and they, they definitely are empowered to follow their, their dreams and really who they truly are versus in other cultures. Uh, a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, Asian countries, Latin America, some parts of the States, uh, we, we live under this shadow of our parents, of society, of the things we should be or should have or all of that.
1: Mm, okay. So what do they know that we don't know? You know what? That's a great
0: question. I feel like maybe if
1: the rebellion
0: started earlier than ours, yeah. maybe they're just a, a couple of years. They're more farther advanced, along. More yeah, yeah.
1: The patriarchy is well planted in, in their countries. They've been our country's still young, so I guess we're still working through some some growing pains. Maybe. Hmm. Definitely, that
0: could be it. That that's something that could be it.
1: So I want to talk about this subject, about how to stop worrying about what other people think and live some fierce lives like these these women that you have observed in in some of these other countries. And I think we can support one another in this. How are you working with your clients to help them achieve some of these goals?
0: So it's a process. It's really it's a step-by-step process, and if I can just give away the key because I don't Hold back. Yeah, don't is hold is back. When, girl. We worry, <laughs> <laughs> when we worry about what other people think, the truth is when it hurts, when we we let that stop us, that's because of some level inside of us, we think it as well. We believe those things. That's why it hurts. That's why it affects us. So the very first step is understanding where all those ideas are coming from.
1: Mm, where the mindsets originated. Yeah.
0: right and it's really about accepting who we are that is another key because the truth is we are trying to live up to these expectations and again when if you think about it like this one day you're feeling incredible how you look how you feel you're feeling amazing on that day if you're walking by the street and you notice people looking you're like of course because i look incredible right However, if the following day you don't look, you don't feel amazing, you feel like, oh, this doesn't go together, or maybe my hair is not in the right place. And I'm talking about just the easiest things. And mm-hmm. you notice people watching, you're like, oh, they're noticing my hair. They're noticing my outfit. They're noticing. And that is, that's all in our head. It all starts with what we believe.
1: Mm, yeah. And, the, and then there's that trap of comparison. So we, right. we 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 don't want to get into that either. So how do we change some of these mindsets that are so ingrained in us from from very young, really? What's the best way of getting in touch with these early early beliefs and making the changes?
0: It all starts with becoming aware. Okay. Becoming aware when you're having this this thought Uh, When we have that inner voice in our head that it starts to almost bully us by telling us all these negative things, the first step is becoming aware. What is she telling me? Why? Where is it coming from? Once you become aware, really the next step is stop judging ourselves because we do that way too often. We judge ourselves for not doing things right, or if we do, we judge ourselves forever, believing we shouldn't. And it's like a loop. It's like a feedback loop that Mm -hmm. is just awful. Mm. And we and we judge ourselves even further for even thinking that we were wrong in the first place, and it just never ends. So it's becoming aware, it's releasing that judgment, and learning to accept who we are. That is the, the the key part. All of our beliefs, all of our thoughts, all of who we really are, everything that is in our hearts, that we're feeling, that we want, all of those things are correct. If someone once told us that they were not, that's where all of this negative ideas started popping up. And that's when you have to become aware what it is that you're believing and where is it coming from. I do have my girls walk through this exercise where they start writing down all the negative things they say to themselves and next to it and this is something everyone listening can do all the negative things you say to yourself and next where did it come from was it your mom that one time told you did someone ever made fun of you for whatever the way you talk the way you sit the way you dress your thoughts your ideas your dreams your goals your business it's about anything in every aspect of your life that's a good way to, mm. to get this ball rolling
1: yeah yeah and that could uncover some really deep pain from the past if you really pay attention and stick with it right yeah.
0: right
1: so then we stop judging ourselves we just have that's that's a pattern that uh, I think is really hard because we have to we have to catch ourselves in first (laughs) and then we have to do something to change that pattern like what do you suggest for for that non-judgment is do you have any exercises or any kind of little reward system we can reward ourselves or
0: any way to come at that easier the big the biggest reward i would say is once you get so again awareness is key like oh my god i just became aware that i'm judging myself the next step is not judge yourself further. Not be like, oh, I did it again. And then, you know, like, judge yourself even harder because you, you failed or something. Because you didn't fail. You realize that's already progress. So the next step is really forgiving yourself. That is the biggest um, present or, or, like, reward. Just forgive yourself. and just be like, okay, I'm human and I'm judging. That's okay. I'm going to release that and I'm going to be okay with whatever it is that I was doing, saying, or whatever it is that it was happening and understanding that it's all in our head mm. because that is so key. It, this is one example. You know, when you do something, you, you go out and maybe you give a talk or you talk to your clients or you talk on the phone and you feel like you did something wrong. Either you said something that was wrong or you, or you hold some information back and you're like, oh, I should have said that or I shouldn't have said that. Mm. And no one really calls you back to say that you should or shouldn't. It's all you in your head.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? right? Yeah, so that's for sure. The, that kind of judgment.
1: Yeah, I I'm thinking about women and weight. We are so hard on ourselves and you you oh. brought that up earlier and and if we can just get past that <laughs> I think that's like the one of the biggest ones especially in our culture. It's it's so ridiculously out of hand and so not not relevant to who we are and to our souls in any way. How much we weigh has nothing to do with, um, you know, the beautiful woman that we are deep inside. So
0: Exactly. And that was actually the biggest obstacle that I had to overcome. And it took me Mm -hmm. almost 30 years to do that. Yeah. I, and this is what I tell my girls. And this is like, I would say, out of all the exercises, this is one of those hardest ones, if not the hardest one, because it's so ingrained in our culture, in our everyday. We can't go outside without someone being judged for the way they look, unfortunately. Right. So what I, what I do is have my girls do do a, a forgiving exercise in front of the mirror. If everyone listening, I'm going to tell you what it is, because like I said, I don't hold anything back. I'm here to help. So I always suggest strip naked in front of the mirror, oh. face yourself, <laughs> and forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for all the things you say to yourself and just spread love. Say, I love you. You're beautiful. I love you. And do it every day until you start believing it. And it's painful and it's hard, but this is something that a lot of women don't really understand. While I was out there traveling and you could say living my dreams, I couldn't enjoy myself because I couldn't face my body. One of the days I almost, we we paid for this tour to the Great Wall of China and I could not enjoy the trip or the Great Wall of China, which was an amazing thing. We saved for months to go there because I thought I looked bad. Mm. And that is awful. How is that even possible? That something so... uh, Superficial,
1: superficial, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Superficial, I guess that's the word, a shallow superficial could affect happiness, but it does if Mm. we let it.
1: Yeah, we waste so much time worrying about superficial things, yeah. Right. But it takes a long time to figure that out, unfortunately. So it's good that you're getting to these young girls and and helping them. Um, Maybe you can talk a little bit about the importance of surrounding yourself with people that actually do support you and how to let go of those people in your life that do not support you it's not always easy when you're um say in high school or or junior high or middle school i guess it's called now <laughs> right that's how old i am i went to junior high now it's middle school yeah
0: i, I went to junior high too oh, good. so <laughs> this is the thing once you start becoming aware of the way you talk to yourself you also become aware of the people that trigger certain behaviors within yourself, you become aware. Of, actually, when I'm with this people, I'm always judging others. For example, or they're always all about just judging each other. Or when I'm with this people, I can talk about my dreams. I can talk about my goals. I can talk about. I can just be myself without having to impress anyone. Uh, and that might be hard in younger in younger. Um, younger girls i would say because it's this need to fit in but after you graduate high school it's really you against the world and you need to surround yourself with people that support who you are i feel like that's the key that that. Mm -hmm. you don't need to impress them they don't trigger insecurities they don't trigger judgment people that are judgmental are not good for your soul and this is the truth sometimes we get to a point where you're like oh my god but she's my best friend forever but I'm just realizing that she's triggering all of this inside of me. Like Mm -hmm. it's not triggering me to be my best self, quite the opposite. That moment you need to understand that she's not adding anything to your life and you're not adding anything to her either because you might be triggering her as well. And that's when you need to start setting boundaries. And just really get real close with the people that give you room to be yourself and are supporting you in... um, Not talking about weight issues, for example, anymore, because you realize that's not relevant in your life anymore or any other changes you want to do. If you want to... I always say that when we started traveling, we try to find friends that love traveling because that way we could talk about it all day and we wouldn't forget about those dreams that we have. It's things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing like the freedom to be yourself with another person that is um, just... So expansive that helps you grow and become the person that you are here. Put on, and they become a mirror for you. Those people, they really do show you how to shine your light even more brightly. I think I have some friends like that, and they're so cherished. And so, and some of them are new friends. You know, I I have learned through the years that even some of my oldest friends, even though they've been around for a long time, they may not have been. The best thing for me so I let let them go with love and yeah yeah that's really good advice
0: right and the truth is and I I can be really honest about this sometimes it's really hard especially at first when you're starting to realize all of this Mm -hmm. and in my case and I can I can share a little bit of what I did when I started realizing that uh, back then Facebook was a thing and uh, I, I stopped using my Facebook be- account because I realized all of the things I was, I was, all of the news feed and all of the things I was, I was, I would say digesting tr- through um, Facebook were all negative. Were all triggering. It was just really all about criticism, all about uh, meddling into other people's lives and not really positive at all. No positive uh,
1: affirmation. Yeah, yeah. Vibes. Mm-hmm. They were just not there.
0: So I stopped using my Facebook account. Instead of unfollowing or unfriending everyone, I just stopped using the accounts myself. I opened my Instagram account and followed only people I admired, only people that made Mm. me feel good about myself, Mm, only people that were positively posting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it became my little escape, my little online escape.
1: Yeah, yeah. And learn to find those people that inspire you to... um... And you can even emulate those people, right? You can, right. You oh, can, definitely. Yeah.
0: The more you see it, the more you normalize it. That's the thing. Whatever you see, you'll normalize. And if you only... I started following accounts of only people that were traveling and women that were helping other women. And that became normal in my head after years of doing that. And now here I am trying to do the same thing.
1: Yes, yes. And so that takes you to that step of learning to accept who you are because you you can gather all this information from from kind of looking at other people and also looking deep inside and you can find out who you are because when we're young we don't know exactly who we are and what kind of things are going to light us up we have to kind of go through life and like you didn't did you know when you were a young girl that you were going to just get so excited about travel and um you know, doing all the things you're doing, helping other people, you had to kind of grow into that awareness, right?
0: I had to. Definitely, I would never have thought in a million years that I would be trying to help other people live their dreams. Yeah, traveling. I have been traveling. Was in my blood. It was something about it. But this mission, this mission of helping girls follow their dreams, that that struck me. I mean, it was almost overnight and my husband was like what do you mean you're changing careers yeah. <laughs> i said you know what i just realized this is my mission this is my purpose in yeah, life yeah yeah and sometimes it takes 30 years to learn that and so be it well and
1: that's okay it's the right time, was the right time for you so you're you you brought meaning into your life i mean not that there's not meaning in interior design right. because that that brings joy to people i'm creating a beautiful environment for me, that that makes me very happy. <laughs> I love I love <laughs> sitting in my beautiful house and looking at you know looking at beauty. I think that's that's true. But reaching out and helping someone else provides a lot more meaning. Um and and good for you for doing that. So let's talk about learning to accept who we are as a step in this process. And maybe you can suggest some exercises to really first uh, find out you know, maybe kind of do some sleuthing and uh, figure out what it is that lights us up. So if I'm, if I'm in middle school, junior high for us, <laughs> and I still don't really know that I love, you know, this or that or the other, how do, how do we kind of discover it with limited resources, limited life experience? What are some
0: ways to get to that? You know, what a great question, I think, and I'm going to steal the words of one of our very good friends, Liana, is really staying curious, staying curious about how you feel when you're doing things and, and really becoming present in, for example, when you take PE, for example, this thing about a class, if that's still a class, I hope it is. And it does it, does it make you feel good? Does it, does it make you feel happy when you're, when you're mm-hmm. you know, uh, playing out on the, on the yard or does it make you feel happy serving your friends or, or what actually makes you feel happy what activities and just really staying curious with how how things make you feel and trying to do more of the things that feel good and staying away from the things that feel bad and then you start to understand what it is that you like what it is that really makes you feel good but it's really and I feel like that's something that it's not said enough to our kids just becoming aware of how you feel mm. of what you're thinking and feeling when you're doing things, because th- there's always something in our heart telling us if it's the right step or not.
1: Yeah, those are the clues, right? That, that are our heart, the clues to our heart's desire. Yeah. When I was a kid, I really loved to be in my room and play my, okay, here's another uh, <laughs> pointer to my age. I had a record player and I guess record players, people still have record players. It's very in again, I guess it's kind of um, <laughs> a retro. Anyway, I would go in and I'd play my albums and I would sing at the top of my lungs. My door would be closed and I'd sing and I'd play the records over and over again until I learned the songs, learned the harmonies. And I just loved just doing that. And that was like I don't know. That was a clue that one day I would eventually get into musical theater and a little bit of performing and singing. And um, it just brought me joy. So, yeah, there's stay curious. I love that advice, especially for young it, girls.
0: It, what? This is the thing with young girls that I'm seeing. I give talks at high schools as well. And I've realized that a lot of people just sort of, and, and we did it too. I mean, I did it as well at, at some level. You just sort of follow along your friends. You just sort of, oh, let's all do this together. Let's all do that together. And that's great. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you so, or also need to go on your own and do what you feel makes you happy, even if your friends don't agree. Yeah, yeah. When it comes, Right? When it comes to picking a college, picking a major, your extracurricular activities, what do you like to do? Because that's the only way you are going to make, you're going to... Find those passions by, by again, staying curious and actually seeing where they lead. What can they? Do? Yeah,
1: yeah. What lights you up? What makes your face like? And and you can ask one of your trusted friends. You can you can talk to them and say, what what do you, you see that lights me up? Like, do you see anything in me that I might be missing? Like, what? And they might have some clues to your passion and purpose that you might have missed. So, that's. You know, it's good to have those people that can be mirrors for you as
0: well. And even your parents. Sometimes mm-hmm. your mom takes more attention than you think, and she can see when something really lights you up.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so we we create that awareness, where did every where did all this self judgment come from, and then we start to learn to forgive ourselves. And then we learn to accept who we are, once we've kind of figured out some clues as to who we actually are, and what lights us our soul up, and staying curious. And then we can walk around like these fierce women in Europe and stop worrying about what other people think. <laughs> so maybe you can, um, can you talk a little bit about that? Like maybe with with uh, regard to you or, or an example about like, you know, when you start to just let go of that, and I can talk about it too, you let go of that sort of uh, fear of what will people think if I do this, wear this, um, step mm-hmm. out, express myself, um, dare to do anything. Um, what is, what does that right. look like and feel like? And, um, yeah. How do we make that, that shift? Cause that's where we want to be. We want to be those empowered women.
0: Right. So just before we get there, that accepting yourself is inside and out, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Your body and your soul and your mind, like all of you. And so that, that's key, again, accepting how you look as well as what you like, what you don't like. That's part of accepting yourself. And that key, that, that, that next step was really letting go of the idea that you're supposed to do or be or say something other than what you do. Or say meaning letting go of expectations, both yours or external, about how things should be. Because that's when those things come in. You think all people are judging you because you think you believe that there's this particular way, or this is the way of things, or how things should be. For example, if you go live on Instagram, there's this particular image that you have in your head of how that should look like, and that that is what scaring you, because if it doesn't look like that in your head, you're going to believe everyone's judging you. So it's really letting go of expectations and just accepting things for what they are. And finally, what that what that empowerment or that I just do things without worrying about it, what, things, what that feels like, the truth is, at first, it feels very much like fear, mm-hmm. and you're afraid. And the only way you're going to get over that is by taking the action and doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You take the action and you do it and that fear is gone. It's the best and easiest way to crush any fear. Just step right through it and go for it.
1: And do it over. And the more you do it, it becomes just natural, right? Exactly. I I remember the first time I stepped on stage after several years, I'd had some kids and um, I got back involved in theater and... I was standing backstage before my entrance and I, um, all of a sudden I had, my heart started beating, you know, that fear started creeping up mm-hmm. and I, I, have this thing that I do. I, I haven't done it lately because I, I'm stay pretty Zen cause I teach yoga and I'm, I'm very, <laughs> like I'm very, <laughs> very calm and relaxed here tonight. Um, probably too much, but, um, I, I take three really deep, good breaths and three breaths. Yeah deep inhalation deep exhalation and then everything calms down enough so that i can get out there and do it and then once it's over it's like you kind of move up a notch and you you move more into your true self who you really are Mm -hmm. and then you do it again and you do it again but use that tool of the breath and you can do anything right
0: oh no i love that i Mm -hmm. do 100% one
1: hundred
0: percent, do the same thing mm-hmm. every yeah. time because it it gets you centered out of your head and into yourself, really. Right,
1: right. And then we're gonna fall on our face for every once in a while. We're gonna fail. We're just gonna fail, and then we go back to forgiveness. Right. We're all gonna fail, and then we, right. we're just gonna get back get back to doing what we what we need to do to keep moving forward. So I think one thing I'd really like to talk about is how we can support one another as young girls, as women, as, you know, of any age. I know you work with different ages. How can we support one another in this and be less judgmental of one another? Because we're all working through this. We're all, we're, we're coming into the I know, some people like to call it the divine feminine, the age of of mm-hmm. where we can really rise and really embrace our our femininity, really. Um, men and women, I mean men have feminine sides as well. Um, but we're right. coming coming out, out of that patriarchal, hopefully even though the, the mm-hmm. we, we see some signs that we may be sliding back a little bit, but I think we really are coming out of it. we're We're claiming our empowerment. Um, so how can we support one another as young girls, as women, and 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 actually at the same time, call each other on our um you know call each other out if we're not supporting one another in a in a um you know polite and loving
0: way right well there's i I only have one rule when i'm working with 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 girls with women and that's the no judgment rule and that is no judging ourselves in any way And every time we do, just asking for forgiveness and moving on, not judging further. And at the same time, not judging anyone else you encounter in your life.
1: No judgment zone. Good. That's a good rule. Really
0: understanding that everyone is going through their thing and everyone is loved and we are all one. I don't know if that's too woo-woo, but just understanding that we're all energy. We're all here dealing with our things. Mm-hmm. And if you find, if you see a girl and you like their shoes, let them know. You might just make her day. If you like her smile, let her know. If you like her hair, let her know. You're giving out a compliment, and you're gonna start feeling better about yourself. And you'll receive them. And this is gonna be this circle of love going all around and all around, spreading positivity, spreading good, good will. And that might be the best way we can help strangers or even our friends. Not judging, not judging. Really coming from a place of love every single time. And at first it might feel hard. At first you're like, I don't love the person driving in front of me. That's driving too slowly. I just don't. (laughs) But you know what? God bless them. Hopefully they get wherever they're going safe. That's a great step. Yeah. That's not judging. Instead of doing that judgmental, like, oh my God, just move. That we can really easily get into
1: yeah cause that just hurts ourselves anyway oh, right so we need we need this kind of conversation. We need to lift one another up and um I'm so glad you came on my podcast because I feel like you're lifting me, and hopefully we'll spread the word about you and your work, and um, you can continue to lift girls and women up all over the world because you're traveling all over the. I want to travel with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I go with next you where go. Are you where are you going next? <laughs> are you going
0: anywhere fun? this summer we are we're planning Jerusalem Petra maybe Transylvania we're we're still cool exciting
1: I hear Transylvania (laughs) is really beautiful actually it's pretty cool. Yeah. Lots and of,
0: and the pictures, it looks
1: amazing. Yeah, lots of castles and stuff. I haven't been there, but... Um, okay, well, let's uh, give everyone your information, your website, your podcast information and where they can get a hold of you and, and maybe work with you or learn a little bit more. I know you do speaking. If anybody wants to have you speak at their school or... Um, yeah, so give us all your information.
0: So I, what I have coming up, I'm doing a... Another seven day challenge to really stop worrying about what people think, where I'm walking you by the hand through all of the steps. And we get really in depth into what it is holding you back and why do you keep worrying about other people and how to really step forward into the next step in your dreams. Because the truth is, when that inner voice and that criticism comes up is when we're trying to, to break free from our comfort zone, that's when the monsters appear. So we're having the challenge, you can just go to rebellifestyledesign.com forward slash waiting list to sign up for that waiting list, and I'll let you know when, when the card opens. Okay. And for any speaking gigs, you can just go to Kendra Araujo. That's Kendra, A-R-A-U-J-O.com for all of that information.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for the good work you're doing. I think uh, you are going to empower many, many young women and older women as well so um yeah I'm glad I'm glad you're doing the work and um as you're doing all your travel make sure you get some yoga in you take your yoga mat with you
0: I do I do take my yoga mat with me, <laughs> me I have too. to say I'm not as good as I should but I do take it um, like I'm- <laughs> there's no
1: good or bad in yoga right no judgment no judgment no. just get no. on get on Tony- the mat.
0: <laughs> Connie, thank you for spaces like this that really let us spread this amazing, good work. What you do is also beautiful. and It's podcasts like yours that really help this positivity, this love, this no judgment be spread around the world. So thank you.
1: Well, I love that you said we are one because we really are. And when we lift one another up, we just make the world such a better place. So even one person. So. Thank you, Kendra. It's been so fun to meet you. And um, we should give a little shout out to Jacqueline for introducing us. Hey, Jacqueline. She's the author mm-hmm. of 365 Days of Happiness. So we love her. So.
0: Oh, and I love that book. Everybody should get it. That's the best way to lift your, your vibes in a second. Oh,
1: really? It's So just looking looking at the cover with that cute cupcake on it makes me happy. So, all right, well, you go. Have a great summer. I hope you have safe travels and keep up the good work. And I hope to talk to you again.
0: Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All Bye-bye, right. everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.